0: Blog Talk
1: Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, back at it, back at it again. This, this show comes directly after a live game recap, a live game reaction, excuse me, where we sat back and we just watched the New York Jets lose to the Miami Dolphins 31 to 24, 31 to 24, the New York Jets lose. And we're going to talk all about it. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search the Long Beach Joe Show, like that page, my content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I'm fired up. I am fired up, and there's a lot to talk about, and we're going to get to everybody. I caught a bit of callers. Please be patient. We'll get to every single person and want to hear you and your takes. Your boy is also on iTunes as well, at the Long Beach Joe Show you know what I'm saying, on iTunes, go ahead and follow your boy. I'm also on Twitter as well, all right? I'm on Twitter as well, at youngj 0 The show's page is also at Joe. Go over there, follow your boy across all of my platforms. You know, talk to me. I'll talk to you right back. That's what I do. I talk to the people, all right? I'm not scared. I'm a Jets fan. I I I can't be scared, (laughs) you know? I can't be scared. I want to be, but I can't be, (laughs) you know? So go ahead and follow that. And, again, for all of you that are watching or listening to me on Blog Talk Radio or iTunes, we also live stream the show as well on YouTube, okay? Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. That is, you know, where you can catch your boy. Go over to YouTube, search Long Beach Joe Jets, subscribe to that page, you know. When you subscribe, hit that notification bell, and give your boys videos a thumbs up, you know what I'm saying? Give your boys videos a thumbs up, man. It's tough. We watch that. We have a lot of fun over there. We game sometimes We do all kinds of things. We have a blast, a full-blown blast. Okay, we have a lot of fun. We do live game reactions. I post the content. So if you subscribe, you will see all of those things. Now it is time to talk about the New York Jets losing. Okay. Let me tell you something early. Things were looking really good. The Jets were up 10 after a Braxton Burrios TV. We had Ashton Davis get an interception. Tua was looking shaky all day, but he especially looked shaky early. Things were going well for the New York Jets. Zach Wilson was looking well as well. He's making a lot of sharp throws, a lot of great throws, a lot of smart plays. There was a lot of good things going on. And the momentum was good. Everything was falling into our favor. But then after we came out in the second half, things just died, especially the play of our offensive line. It fell apart. Mick Dermott starting at left tackle, things looked a little all right at first, but things got very shaky, and he just fell apart in the second half. From holding calls that killed us late to letting pressure go, Zach trying to evade five tacklers, it was insane. Couldn't get out of our own ways. We had some bad plays as well. Zach was strip sacked in the fourth quarter. That hurt us, but we were able to still stay around. We even got a fumble recovery off of, off of a bad fake, a bad fake punt snap. We were able to fumble it, but then guess what? We didn't do anything with it. But then we were able to come back again and make a play when Eccles, Eccles, our young corner, picks the ball off, takes it back into the end zone, and that tied us up at the time, 24-24. We were all hyped. We were ready to go. And then guess what? Things just continued to go downhill after that play. Eccles went to the sideline. You know, on the next drive, he ends up getting hurt. And the Dolphins just kept running us into the ground. They ran the ball all day long. We gave up 184 yards total to the Dolphins. Duke Johnson had 107 yards today and two touchdowns on 22 carries. Gaskins ate us up as well. Gaskins had 54 yards off of 10 carries. We struggled. Our defense struggled in the second half, stopping the run, as we've seen. We had a long day, man. The Dolphins took care of business. And then they get a touchdown by Devontae Parker. Puts him up. We were trying to get back into the game. Even though our defense got stopped, our offense couldn't answer because our offensive line was so bad. McDermott was so bad. He was giving up sacks. There was so much pressure. Zach couldn't set his feet. Then you started to see errant balls being thrown by Zach. You started to see high balls. You started to see low throws. You couldn't, he couldn't set his feet to do anything. Again, the holding call by McDermott as well costed us. We could not do anything. The pressure was insane, and the New York Jets folded. Up by 10, and the game was gone. We're going to get to these lines because I want to go directly to the people. Again, 515 602 515 is number. Call in. We are taking all callers. I know I have new callers. Who listen. When you call in, please be patient. I will get to everybody. Don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up because you're in a queue and I'll never see you. All right? Also, when you call in, please be mindful of your background. Some people like to listen to me. I get it. I enjoy, you know, and I thank you folks for listening to me. But mute. Me in the background so that I can hear you. Make sure your phone's good. the only thing I don't allow is cursing on the show. Don't curse on my show. I'll get you out of here fast. Fast. Faster than the Jets offensive line can give up a sack. That's fast. How many times are you going to get Zach Wilson hit? How many times? Jeez Louise. So we're going to get to these lines. First, I'm going to my guy, Rusty rusty we're coming directly to you rusty salutes to you i want to thank you for calling in today my friend rusty this this was a roller coaster we were up in <laughs> early things were looking good dude give me your evaluation of zach wilson today how did you feel about him and his performance
2: i thought it did great i really did i mean you know just the rookie thing and everything, whatever. He's a rookie, but I think he did great, mm-hmm. especially was shown in mm-hmm. the first half. I just honestly yep. think the toll of just the refs being that, whatever, can't curse and stuff. But they are what they are; those labradors. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I, I just, I that that's literally what took all of the air out of the balloon because you know we're doing everything, we're battling back, and it's just blatantly. Um, holdings. The first down, the second one especially, when Jacoby Brissett like went two yards backwards instead of one yard forward, and they gave it to him. Like mm. really? And I don't even know if that was. Is that Jacoby Brissett? I don't even care if it was. I can't even remember. Yeah, I think it was, was Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. And yeah, uh, it, it it was just tacking on with that, and then it was just the domino effect with our line. You know, Fant being out. Fant. You know, people don't like to hear it, but prior to this or whatever, Fant was doing better than Becton, you know, looking better too, mm. holding his own. And, uh, he, I think he was actually ranked like in the top, I think it was like six or something like that in the NFL mm. out of all the left tackles. It was crazy. And, uh, yeah, he was like one behind worst or something. It was nuts. Well, and then yeah. you have the domino effect with GVR. Oh, that guy. Yeah. That's just, ugh. and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and it just trickled down, and then it affected LDT, because he was holding up solid. But then also, you know, you had – gosh, it's just all abbreviations. ABT, he was – he got injured. Who knows what happened with him, but it was just a trickle effect, and Moses wasn't on his – but we were hitting him. I just honestly think the refs got inside of our head, because once Flores Mm. started acting like a little crybaby on the sideline, because you could feel it even through the TV. It was like, wow, they're getting Mm. thumped, and they know it. And then Florida was yeah. just whining and crying, freaking out on the sidelines down at the goal line. The refs were like, look, calm down. We'll get your binky. Don't worry. After this, we got you. So <laughs> it, 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 was, oh, it was it was blatant. That's why I was – and Sal was laughing on the sidelines. He's like, yeah, that's right, playboy. We got you this game. But then it's like, wrong. Yeah. You know, it's, it reminded yeah. me, honestly, like Charlie Murphy, I mean, you know. And it was like, you, know, you think you yeah. could beat Prince in basketball? Wrong. You know, that's how it was. It was <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to get him. Wrong. Uh, it, it was, oh, I mean, man. Like PTSD, it's crazy. Crazy.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I Sorry, mean, it, it, was,
1: it was, there was, there, you know, listen, Rusty, this is what it's about. It's all about, you know, we're here to talk about the game and recap, and this is, this is jet therapy. It's just like there were some bad calls by the refs. There were. That, that, that fourth and inches call where they gave, uh, the Dolphins, the first down, like you said, Jacoby Brissett comes in. He's able to get the first down. I didn't think that that was a first down, right? That was a bad spot. But there were some calls where it's like you cannot commit those penalties. That pass interference call by Hall, that that was a legit call. He's grabbing yeah. Devontae Parker. He's not looking back for the ball. Now, what, what happens there is what? You set the Dolphins up on the goal line. Again, you give them a first down. You set them up with more downs. That leads to points. When you look at even earlier in the game, we had some plays as well. The Pinnock uh, tackle on a fair catch. The guy calls a fair catch. Pinnock tackles the guy anyway on a fair catch. That gave them Yeah, that was pretty stupid yards. on
2: his part. That exactly. Terrible.
1: That gave them 15 yards, and then guess what? That, play, that uh, drive led to points as well, but it was started and continued with a penalty. We keep getting these penalties in these bad positions. We cannot do that. I understand there's been some bad calls, but there's also been some calls where we put ourselves in those situations, Rusty.
2: True. But then also on the flip side of that, if you watch, like, J.F.M., the reason why he was silent all day, too, like he was held literally all game. Yeah. If it wasn't by the yeah. tight end, it was by that right tackle, and the ref was just looking yeah. at it, and you know he's like, "Oh, squirrel," you know, and just like got lost. It, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It, it's yeah. it, oh oh my god, yeah. It's like it gives me like almost like a brain aneurysm. It's just like calm down, you know. Yeah. Goose blah blah. I mean, goose it, blah blah.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> but even going back to the offensive side of the ball, Rusty, like you said as well, you were impressed by Zach Wilson, as I was. He was 13-23 yeah. on the day, had 170 yards. This guy is a magician. We saw him evade so many tacklers. We on that one play where there was like five guys in the backfield, and he's shrugging these guys off and is able to run forward and get a first down. Zach showed a lot of heart today. He did. Not only did yeah. he show a lot of heart, he showed a lot of smarts. We saw him get a lot of quick snaps to get penalties on the Dolphins. We saw him do that to help extend our drives as well, get some first downs when he caught them with, you know, uh, multiple more defenders on the field than they should have. He was snapping the ball early because they weren't set. It was a lot of really was, smart things that we saw out of Zach Wilson today as well. Go ahead, Rusty.
2: Absolutely. No, no, absolutely. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go. But I was literally just about to say that, too. Like, I've been waiting. We haven't had a quarterback that hasn't done that, I swear to God, probably since, like, Pennington and then before that test of Verde. To just have yes, – just sir. To get up and have the wherewithal. Just to be like, oh, yeah, Twelve men on the field, snap it now. I don't give a shit if we're, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't care if we're walk it, walk it, walk on, you know what? Yep, yep, yep. My bad, my bad. I'm sorry. And uh, and but it's like, yeah, I don't care if we're in a correct formation. Just line up and snap it because we're gonna burn them. And he was because yep. we we always saw that all the time with Marino doing that to us, Kelly doing that to us all the time. He had Brady yep. and notoriously doing that to us all the time. And, you know, yes. just seeing those little glimpses and flashes like that, that's great, you know? And yeah. him, he, him running around and doing like the, you know, escaping for his life, getting missed by two guys, and then he got a first down. Then the other one where he weaved his way through five dudes, it was sort of like a combination of like the Favre Cunningham, Elway-ish type of thing where it was, it was weird. You know, because yeah. on the one where he got away from the two dudes, he got away and threw it. That was sort of like, you know, like an Elway, Far, Cunningham-ish thing. And then the second one was literally like the same thing. It was, it was, it was like, you know, like a little goose bumpy to see. It was pretty cool. It was like, all right, there it is. Just please, can we put a cast on that? Left side of the line, and then when it heals, we can take it off and just go. Like, oh man, yeah. nope, wrong. So like, yeah, you're gonna have to get bone surgery now, brother. It's like, oh okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put in McDammit and all the others. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's
1: insane, Rusty. That that line, our line, especially in the second half, got exposed. That's where we saw the the Dolphins really dial up their pressure and really get to that. Yeah. But one of the things I wanted to talk to you about as well was the offensive play calling. I thought it was amazing this game. We saw a lot of plays, a lot of trick plays, a lot of things that really kept the Dolphins off balance early, especially that play where they were able to get the ball to Jamison Crowder, and he chucks it back to Braxton Baggins, who's able to run for a first (laughs) down. Bro, give me your thoughts about Mike LaFleur and his performance in the booth, man.
2: I hate Mike LaFleur, but I love Booth LaFleur. Like it's, it's night and day. <laughs> it's, it's it's night and day. It really is. Like, it was it was crazy. And with that play, what you're saying with Crowder, we threw it back to Cheerios. It it was yeah. that literally reminded me of the Oklahoma Boise State when they were in the Fiesta Bowl with that. That was one of the craziest games period I've ever seen in my life when. They mm-hmm. did like the weird hook. It was a sort of like a hook and ladder. And I was honestly, when I was watching it to myself, I was like, wow. You know, I was like, it'd be amazing if we can get something because everybody, it seems like it's third and one when it's th- third and 20 for everybody else against our defense sometimes. And yeah. it it happened, and it happened like that. I was like, oh, because I thought Crowder was going to get crushed. And then he just pulled back, hit the E-break, and he just like dropped it off. And Cheerios just took it and split the difference and got in there. I was like, wow, that was – (laughs) wow. Yeah. yeah, That made me laugh and drop my jaw.
1: I mean, yeah, dude, there were so many plays made by different guys, but a guy that, again, we talked about and we were all hyped about as well coming into this game, Michael Carter, we saw him get a heavy load into this game. Give me your thoughts about his performance because he was making a lot of plays that – honestly didn't look like they were going to be anything when they first started up. He was able to get away from a lot of guys that were in the backfield, evade them, turn things that should have been negative three, you know, uh, plays into something that was like uh, plus, plus five, plus six, sometimes seven, eight, nine yard, 10 yard round, stuff like that. What were your thoughts about Carter's performance today?
2: I mean, they might start saying that, you know, Kamara is looking like Carter. Like in a in a good way, and like a flip this disc- guy. Like honestly, it's sort of like it's so sad to see that he was injured. You know those few games, yeah. those couple. Like you know, because it would have only built his confidence. It would have you know muscle memory. You know NFL mm-hmm. different types of things, and just to help Zach. Like it's I'm so happy that Ty Johnson is not in. Like it like, sounds like a jerk thing to say, but ah. Uh, you you know, you can't have more Adams types of hands and play offense. It's not going to work out for you, you know. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to no, be too not. much in your favor. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I love it's not. Now,
1: I, I Yeah, well, I, I hear you, man. When you look at the situation, this dude is catching the ball as well. He bailed Zach out a lot. Zach found him often within the passing game, you know, and they was looking for a lot of things. that He was able to make some plays there, but especially getting the ball handed to him. Man, he was explosive today. When yeah. you look at when you talk about getting ran on, when you talk about running the ball, you look at our defense, things are not looking so good. Why do you think our defense struggles so much against the run, Rusty? What is going on? Why are we getting pushed around and manhandled by the Dolphins running game in the second half? Was it adjustments? Do you think they're just gassed? What do you think it
2: is? They ain't too many Swiss cheese, Swiss and ham freaking sandwiches. It's ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's they really have to stop with the Swiss cheese. It's crazy. But it, it's I think it's just a combination of adjustments, and then. I think we just need like a thumping linebacker. Honestly, like you just mm-hmm. need like a a thumper in there. On you know like because mostly slim down, you really don't have a thumper thumper. You know what I mean? Like a like a two fifty that just goes sideline to sideline, and is just gonna knock the snot out of you. You know, just one of those types of guys. And uh, I think that's what we're sort of missing. And then we do with our other, you know, it's just adjustments. I think is what the majority of the guys were safeties and now they're yeah. becoming linebackers and then, you know, yeah. plucking guys from different teams. And really Mosley, if you look at it is the only legit dude, you know, David, like, Davis, I don't even remember his first name because he doesn't even know how to play football, so it's like who you know I don't remember you It's not even worth. Just go back to Detroit <laughs> I, it's It just keeps on piling on, so I Robert hope Davis. that we do you know something like that yeah. you know get a yeah. get another nah. guy to compliment Mosley a little because when Mosley lost that weight, you need someone you know you need a young and a yang, you can't just have all nah. these you know freakish crazy dudes, you gotta have a thumper in there it's got to happen yeah. and you got to have a bull clogger as a defensive tackle so that he takes up two blockers at least cuz that's yeah. a lot too you know it's good to, it's good to have you know q and stuff but q ain't no bull clogger like that like you need a you need a massive mammoth human be you know what i mean and yeah. just yeah. to take just to take up just to be a, like the you know Stay puff marshmallow man like you got to pay attention to those guys then you're able to be yeah. free. Then JFM can go do his thing. Quinnan can go do his thing. You know, and it could be feasting instead of famine. Yeah, That's I think I a think.
1: big thing as well is, yeah, it's a big thing as well, Rusty, is our lack of just pass rush in general. Uh, you look at, you yeah. know, again, we play JFM and we weren't really able to get to Tua as much as I thought that we should have. Um, I think we only had like one sack on the day against him. But let me tell you something. If you know, and again, Carl Lawson, I know is coming. Uh, back is down the road you know when we get him back you know next season I think if we add some pass rushers I think you'll see this defense really be able to step up too because it'll put guys in different situations it'll put people in you know second and long third and long situations that's really when your your pass rush is going to impact you know I'm saying you're hitting guys you're knocking Mm -hmm. the quarterback around you're banging him around and we don't really have that right now and that that leads me to my question about the secondary in the way that they play today I mean, there were some up-and-down times, but I tell you what, I thought Echols, that big play from him was huge. We saw Bryce Hall, even though he did give up a touchdown to Devontae Parker, he did knock a ball down late to set us up, which caused a fourth and five, so that set us up to get a drive to get back into the game. What were your thoughts about the performance of our secondary? I mean, even Ashton Davis had an interception. It could have had two today, you know, but he dropped that second one after it got tipped up. How are you feeling about the play of our secondary, man?
2: I love our secondary, honestly. Like, you know, you've you got a fistful of rookies out there. They're doing their thing, and the thing that literally let them up was the defensive line. I honestly think you just yep. need, out of the four people, you need a humongous dude. That way they take up two blockers, and you're free to have three other guys just attack and do whatever stunts they want to do, and you just have this big guy just go up and bull rush every play. Screw it. You know, you're yeah. going to have to respect that. But then on, yeah. with our secondary, I mean, I loved how Eccles started, you know, started finding everything. It's sad that they just reported something happened with his neck. It is a neck injury. They just came out with that. Didn't say what else. Yeah. You know, just saw it on the ticker thing go across the bottom. But um, mm-hmm. I, I was happy with it. Davis stepped up, you know, and he should have – he almost had two, you know. It was – at least he got one. But, you know, that second one, there was a lot of hands where it was, and, you know, it's understandable he's a safety. But – yeah, man, I was I was very happy And the pick six. Finally, we got a pick six. I didn't think we were going to get one this year, but you, yep. you got to start somewhere. Started, I think, with our with our defensive lines. You know, getting getting us off the hopper with the interceptions, and then it just trickled onto a linebacker. Now it's our secondary, so that's good. Yeah, you know yeah, we're we're yeah, eating I mean, the yeah. elephant, but it's you know it's rough. Yeah. But, you know we're getting there. Yeah. Shipping. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough. This loss, better be Jacksonville. Like,
1: yeah, it was a tough loss, but we showed a lot of fight in this game. There's some things we got to clean up, particularly along our offensive line. But one of the things I was looking at as well is, you know, just some of the coaching that we saw. We saw, you know, our offensive line – well, we saw, our, excuse me, our offensive play calling step up. And I wanted to ask you about this. Do you feel like in the second half Sulla got outcoached? It's my final question for you. Do you feel like Sulla got outcoached in the second half? And was there a lack of adjustments for you in the second half on Sulla's side?
2: I'd say, like, a yeah and a no in a way. I know that's a cheesy answer, but, I mean, he did and he didn't. I mean, again, like, I hate to go back to the use of the rest thing, but that had some effect in it. So he's like, all right, so I got to play, like, against the rest. And this dude, like, what's going to happen? You know what mm. I mean? So I guess that could have tripped him up a little bit. I could definitely see that yeah. messing with your psyche. Also, mm. um, just the injuries and just trying to think of what's going to happen next. Uh, different types of stunts. Now you know that Tua can't really throw, but, you know, you really can't stop Duke. But then if you go to stop him so much, you don't want to give it to their tight ends. And so, like, I mean, in a way, yeah, and then in a way, no. I mean, it just, I don't know. I guess it it did fluster him a little bit. But, I mean, the people in the booth didn't help him out either. They could have threw out some challenge frags, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. um, there was some play there was some plays that could have been challenged, man.
2: For sure. For I mean, he's he's. I, I like it where Sal, In my eyes, anyway, if people. I see a lot of people giving him hate and JD hate, but I see it like mm-hmm. you know, it's a steady progression. You know, it's not going down. He's not getting disgruntled in the way and giving up. You know, like that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. If you you know, if you're getting beat, but you know, you're swinging and you're you know, your teeth are knocked out and you're still going. And you know, even when you're on yep. the ground, you're like, you throw whatever for your last final. I respect that. I'm yeah. not, you know, I don't want you to lay there and just let him take it. So I like Salah, yeah. and he's in his rookie year too. So he's, you know, he's gonna eat, and he's a he's a book rat too. Not only a gym rat, the guy likes to, you know, reading the books. So next year is gonna be a different thing. And I know we always say that, but you know, it's a the shoes on a different foot. That's how I feel, and uh, it's gonna do some kicking. Not gonna be up Yeah, yeah, it is.
1: Yeah it is. You know, we we got an off season coming up. We got a lot of things coming up, you know, but and we'll talk about that when that comes. But we got other games coming up as well and we'll be we'll be discussing those. Listen, Rusty, you gotta get back to these lines, man. I wanna thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show I wanna hear from you, all right?
2: Absolutely, studio. You have a great day and shout out salute to the savages as well, man. Salute, Take care. salute. You have a deal. Listen, it was
1: a tough game. It was a tough game to lose, but I'll tell you what, the Jets fought hard. They were up 10-0 to zero at one point, but they just couldn't close it out. A lot of things to discuss, a lot of things that we, we watched out there. Again, you know, the adjustments in the second half, I talked about them. Uh, it was tough, especially adjusting on the offensive side in the second half because when you saw McDermott getting exposed, what we saw LaFleur do was bring in a tight end, you know, bring in a tight end and a back to help him which then kind of gave the Dolphins, you know, alleviated their secondary because there wasn't a lot of wide receivers running around out there. So they were just bringing pressure after pressure. Once McDermott got exposed, it was all gas on him, man. It was all gas. And, again, we lost Elijah Riley as well in the game. He actually was carted out. looks like he has a, a back injury or a neck injury or something like that. They actually put him on a backboard, put him on a gurney, and took him out of the game he gave us a thumbs up so you know things look like you know that that he was feeling all right but man that's going to be tough we're going to see how he heals up and again you know my thoughts and prayers are with him and i'm wishing him a speedy recovery you know but i'll tell you it was a tough loss to Jets for the to, today for the jets but we fought hard we fought hard and this was a, a good output from them so we're going to keep getting to these lines again 515-602-9639 515-602-9639 is the number call in we are taking all callers please give the stream a thumbs up wherever you at. also share the stream as well you know subscribe if you have not subscribed as well and please hit that notification bell if you like to give to the stream you can through super chat if you don't want to hit me a super chat my cash app is right there at the bottom of the screen you can give through that as well so we'll keep getting to these lines next I'm gonna go to my guy Chris my guy Chris is getting on this line I know Chris has quite a bit to say this, this guy's a big Jets fan salute to you Chris I want to thank you for calling in today Chris, give me your thoughts on the performance of the New York Jets offense. How did you feel today about how Zach Wilson looked?
0: Well, Joe, how are you? Um, before I give you my, my my response, my thoughts and prayers are going to be with Elijah Riley. I hope I wish him a yeah. speedy recovery. I did not see the play. I hope they give me a replay so I can know what happened. Some people say mm-hmm. he bumped into a teammate. Others, I don't know if he did or not. Again, I missed it um so my my thoughts yeah i'll tell you what hold on
1: one second he 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 collided so he collided with phillips and he bent a certain way and it was it was not good that's why they didn't replay it but uh i think it was it was on the play where duke johnson was running towards the sidelines uh and you know they were trying to tackle they just collided he collided with phillips i believe it was and that's what you know kind of left him on the field you know uh, without being able to get it all right thanks yeah so
0: with not that that's out of the way um the performance Zach Wilson, I will give him a b minus number one okay. I like how he i like how he um how he was able to shook up the defenses um for miami defense that was pretty impressive i don't know if you saw it Joe but I was thrilled um and the way he throws in the beginning he was great I like the way he throws his his long his long throws especially to burials I think when <laughs> i look when I see that that chemistry between those two—it's—it's it's like Zach Wilson, and Braxton Berrios are somewhat like Brady and Gronkowski. That's the chemistry I see. <laughs> those two will be a, okay. No, I'm serious. Cause the way the—have you seen them, Joe? They were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Um, the offensive line—I never trusted it. I mean, at first they were okay, but then second half, um, they just collo- They just fell apart. They. And it was a complete embarrassment. I don't know what happened. Something happened. <laughs> Knowing them, I don't know what it is. But um yeah. overall um Zach did great. Michael Car- uh, Michael Carter part one, he did he did great as well. And then the second mm-hmm. half he was eh because he didn't run as much, but the first half is good. Mm-hmm. He, he he was he was
1: good. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know offensive line struggled, and I think that was the big uh kind of turning point for us particularly in the second half uh that Connor McDermott just got exposed he just got exposed and it didn't matter what happened pressure was just coming constantly and then they started sending blitzes as well to that side would let up more pressure and Zach was getting hit it was just bad but again we saw Zach evade so many tacklers he evaded so many guys to get around and we saw him run for first downs we saw him do a lot of things so I was impressed with the way that he played, especially, again, some of the smart things that he did during the game and some of the solid throws you know he what made it earlier in the game as well. Go ahead.
0: You know what it is, Joe? The the thing is, the offensive line, I sometimes I look at the offensive line and, it come, and I feel like it's they're like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. At first they come mm. out good, like Dr. Jekyll, and then all of a sudden they start getting messed up like Mr. Hyde. Mm. It happens every mm-hmm. game. I'm sure you know that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, particularly in the second half, you've got to make those adjustments. And, again, we're down to our third-string guy, which is McDermott. You know, George Fant, it was out today as well with the injury. We know Makai Beckton has been out. You know, who knows when we're going to get him back. But let me tell you something. Once a team is able to look at what's going on, make those adjustments in the second half, and say, hey, we're going to key in on this guy that we think, you know, could really let up some pressure – it was over. And even when we tried to help him, it really hurted us because it restricted what we could do offensively. And, again, we're without Corey Davis. We're without Elijah Moore. So we're coming in with Barrios and, and uh, Keelan Cole and Jamison Crowder. And those are solid wide receivers. But, again, this that, that Dolphin secondary, Byron Jones and Xavier, Xavier and, uh, Howard as well, those are really good corners in this league. So it was tough. It was tough trying to find guys to get open. And it was also tough. To keep the pressure off of Zach Wilson because the offensive line was crumbling, man. It was just completely you know crumbling. It, but
0: you know what? Go I, ahead. I'm, real quick, Joe. Um, mm-hmm. I have to give respect, and I said this. I said this in the chat earlier during the game. Mm-hmm. I got to give my respect to Devonte Parker because I like. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I like the way he plays, and I like how mm-hmm. he gets open. And then I put mm-hmm. in the chat. I wish we can get him so that he can help out the rookies. And in the wide receiver core, you get what I'm saying. A guy like yes. you will be will, will fit. And I I have to admit, if he ever becomes a free agent, get him in because we could use him to help the wide receiver core. So.
1: Mm. I mean, yeah, you know that that's that's something that we could look at. You know, who knows on down the field what's going to happen with him, but you know, we we'll, we'll definitely address a lot of those things in the offseason. Now, one of the things that I looked at and I was impressed by as well, was the offensive play calling, even some of the adjustments that LaFleur was trying to make. And again, I got Mikey LaFleur in, in my chat right now being a savage salute to him. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> what were your thoughts about the play calling of Mike LaFleur in this game? I thought it was impressive, especially early.
0: The first half was great. Second half was garbage. That's, that's pretty much mm-hmm. it. it, it, it. Mm-hmm. I felt like the second half, I, you know what it is? I think something happened. Um, I don't know what it but what, was. What's, hold know. on. What's, was, what the
1: play calling bad? was the play calling bad in the second half, or was it that the offensive line was bad in the second half? Because even then, there were guys open. When Zach was getting hit or running away, there were guys open. He just couldn't hit them because there was so much pressure in his face.
0: And that's the thing, and that's why sometimes you got to be quick. It's like you said, the NFL is a mm-hmm. quick game. As much as I hate that, as much as I hate to admit it, you know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. He needs to it's his timing. He needs to work on that. And <laughs> excuse me. His timing. He needs to work. And I think if Lafleur can do that, don't get me wrong. The first half was pretty good. I, 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 I. Mm-hmm. From the way I see, it, I was like, oh sure, I'm about to put my Jets hat on. It's about time.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: then what? Yeah, the second half. I, I saw the differences. The second half was not as good as the first one. I had hoped it'd be the same. And that, and then it could things could have turned out the same result. You know, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was like yes and eh in between, you know. It's kind of hard for me to predict between the two.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, so when you when you look at our defense, man, why do you think we struggle stopping the run so much? Because, again, we gave up another 100-yard rusher. Duke Johnson had 107 on us today. What were your thoughts about this? Uh, us not being able to stop the run today against the Dolphins? Because they chewed us up.
0: First half, they were great. Uh, like I mentioned on the offense. First half, they were great. Now the second half is the one I want to go dig deep into. I wrote this also on the chat as well, and I'm guessing, I could be wrong, I'm guessing it's probably the Riley effect for what happened to Elijah Riley. Maybe it took a toll on them, they couldn't concentrate, and maybe that's when things started falling apart. Again, that's my opinion, so I don't know if it's that or maybe it's just the same way they do every game. But I'm guessing, I'm leaning more to the Riley effect. Because it, it, yeah. it, was, it well, was it was a huge hit. So. Yeah, I
1: mean we've struggled. We struggled pretty much all year. I mean, look at what we what happened against the Colts, the Broncos. Uh, you look at the Eagles; they chewed us up with the run as well. I mean, we we struggled quite a bit. The Falcons, we played them too. That's true. So it's kind of par for the course of us getting cooked by running backs. And again, Gaskins and Johnson—that two-headed monster—really really beat us up today really did defensively it us up to that. uh,
0: mm-hmm. that's true what you said about the other teams. I agree with you on that, but something it's like when i saw when I saw the the when i saw it when I saw this game and mm-hmm. the how the defense was underperforming, I felt different. It felt like it wasn't like they they would wanted to chew us up because otherwise they, we could have been destroyed by now but this 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 felt different. I felt like there's some i, I don't know if it was the injury of alliance or so Riley that got that caught them in in their heads or I, I don't know, but I'm guessing it's there because sometimes when you see a teammate, an injury like that, it feels like you can't concentrate mm-hmm. and you try to focus, but then for some reason it doesn't come out the way you hope as they did in the first half. Again, that's my opinion. Yeah. I could be wrong, but that's just how I mm-hmm. see it. It, it. Cause otherwise we could have either go to gone to overtime and maybe win it. You, you get what I'm saying? So it could have been that.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I hear you, but it was, you know, to, to get that, to get there to overtime, you got to make the plays, and especially the way our offensive line was looking, it was looking very shaky. And then you also look at our defense. Our defense was able to make some stops, though. That, that kind of put us in a position to be able to get a drive, you know, to, to, to um, you know possibly push overtime. But we weren't able to get anything offensively, and that's what really shut us down. But one of the things on defense I thought was kind of solid today was the play of our secondary. I was thoroughly impressed by Echols. Can you give me your thoughts on his interception return for a touchdown? How hyped were you about that play, man?
0: Joe, that was phenomenal. I' have to say mm-hmm. I, we were down the same we were down a touchdown and I was like, "Oh he did it I, I, I can't, I was coming <laughs> yeah, yeah I was coming I was coming from 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 the, from the kitchen and then I saw the, mm-hmm. and then the moment I saw it I was like, oh wow, are you kidding me? That was impressive.
1: <laughs> I have to admit that
0: was really good now why yeah. didn't? That happened in the last 13 weeks.
1: <laughs> well, you know, he's been he's been, you know, he's been, dealing with the injury, but he's been dealing with the injury. But, you know, I'll tell you what, Eccles, oh, I think I was very oh, impressed by him. And I know that there's a lot of people that talk about, uh, you know, possibly drafting corners and all these things. But I'll tell you what, Bryce Hall
2: and he's a, Echols, he's
1: a, those, I'm two, sorry, those two young I'm sorry, guys sorry. are growing. I really like what they're bringing to the table, man.
0: Okay, Echols, Echols is a corner, right?
1: Yeah, he's a corner. Yeah,
0: put him number one
1: because he's great. <laughs> what? <Well, laughs> put him as number one I mean, well, I tell you what, Bryce Hall is, is playing very well at number one, but Eccles is definitely doing his thing on that other side. Now, I want to get your thoughts okay, on this, all right? Two. Because a lot of people, a lot of people are talking about the the lack of calls that we're getting, the issues with referees. What were your thoughts about some of the calls today by the refs? Because I thought some of them were legitimate, the but there were calls, especially that fourth and inches call. I thought was ridiculous. What are your thoughts on us, you know, just constantly getting worked by the refs every now and then?
0: Talk about the fourth and inches play, Joe, because you were talking about mm-hmm. that. And yeah, here's I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that, and I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. When I saw the play and I saw the replay very well, mm-hmm. I felt like. He did because I saw the who was it the the marker there we go the first line marker mm-hmm. the first down marker yeah the first down marker and yeah as I saw as I saw the replay I felt like he had like a portion of the ball and his helmet pass it based on what I saw based mm. on the angle I saw so that's okay. how I knew it was gonna be a first down because his helmet mm-hmm. when they when they snuck it in the helmet was already there. And the the ball was already there again, it was fourth in inches. Who doesn't make fourth and inches? You know that's what I think it was at first, I wasn't sure, but then, as I saw the replay, he was in basically, mm.
1: so yeah, yeah, I mean I, I I personally again we we were watching it live, I looked at it, and i I didn't think he got it, especially on the first attempt, and he just kind of rolled over and then he got into a pile, and I think they gave it to him based off of that, and I was like. You know, again, I wasn't the only person that was looking at it saying, hey, what is going on here? Why is he getting that yeah, call? We, but again, we there was were some other calls as well. There were some other calls as well. John Franklin Myers, we were looking at him saying, hey, he's getting held. Why is there no call there? There was another call, you know, earlier as well where Zach Wilson, you know, I thought got hit and got roughed a little bit later on in the game, and they didn't call that either. So there's some, you know, there were some questionable calls as well, but there were some great calls. I don't trust that, the rest that, that I don't call, trust the rest sometimes. That pass interference call on Bryce Hall I thought it was a legitimate call. Give me your that thoughts on that. A, that was
0: a that was a bad, 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 bad call uh, on the on the refs side. I did not like that. Mm. It, it's almost like mm. I look at those. I look at I look at those plays, and it can and sometimes it confuses me. Like, wait a minute, that's a good play. What's the difference between a normal a play like that and a pass interference? It's almost similar. I mean, if you mm. let him get well, the ball, he's gonna score.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I I look at it like this. Again, we all know, this is the NFL, unless you're looking for the ball, you can't be grabbing a guy, not looking for the ball, in the end zone, right in front of the referee and not expect a call. And that's exactly what was happening. Even though Bryce is there, he's still got to look for the ball. If he's not trying to locate the ball at all and he's grabbing a guy, of course, you know, even if it's not necessary, Parker's going to sell it. He's going to get the flag. That's, that's happened constantly. And that's what we saw the Bryce. And, again, that set up a touchdown for them. And that, I think, again, that's something that needs to be cleaned up for the Jets. That's something that they need to, you know, kind of kind of figure out as far as the penalty stuff because we get these penalties and then we help people extend their drives. But I thought, again, you know, the, the defense today, outside of getting scorched by the run, I thought the secondary, some of the young guys we have there play well. Even Ashton Davis got himself an interception. And that's going to be my final question for you, Chris, before I let you go. Give me your thoughts about Ashton Davis, man. We're very hard on that guy on this show. We've been very critical of him. He has not played well. But today, got himself an interception, could have had two. How did you feel about his play on the day? Actually,
0: most of you were, but I never criticized him. I wanted to see what he was capable of. And so far, Mm. you know, that was pretty impressive. I didn't even know it was him. I thought it was Hall who caught the interception, to be honest. Um, but it was great, and he and in a good in good field position. I think he has potential. I really do. All he needs is just mm. more time on the field and more and a little more experience in the off season. Um. Mm. Uh, and also, Joe. Before I go, this um, one thing I yeah. just need to, to need to mention real quick. Uh, it's um. Mm. I know a lot of people have criticized Mr. Mims that he's been dropping catches and stuff. So and, yeah. and he's not like good for the for wide receiver. So instead, mm. why not? Have, why why can't they just move him up to special teams and see how well he does there? He could be a special teams mm. guy. You never know.
1: Yeah, I mean that that's probably something that they'll look at. But I mean, he's uh, again, we're down two of our starting guys. He should be out there. I mean, there was some there were some balls going his way, but. Things just weren't able to connect. But you want to see more out of him, especially a guy that was taken in the second round. You'd hope he has more of an impact on offense than he's having. But we'll see. We got a couple of games left, and we'll yep. see what we get out of him. Who knows what the future holds for a guy like Denzel Man? So, Chris, I want to thank you for calling in, man. You have yourself a good one, all right?
0: All right, you too, buddy. Have a good one.
1: Absolutely. Peace out, man. Listen, Chris coming in with the fire, man. I'm oh like, <laughs> Yeah, I like his takes. Um, another player that, you know, we talked about as well that I thought played very well in this game, and a guy that actually has played pretty decently all season as well, is C.J. Mosley. C.J. Mosley really made some plays in this game. He was flying around out there like crazy. He is really playing pretty well this season. He's a guy that I know there was a lot of criticisms of him coming into this season. You know, two games, two years, you know, everybody was talking about that, but he's really stepped into this season and showing that he's a guy that can fly around and really bring some impact to the defense.
2: Uh,
1: he made a lot of plays out there, man. I know, again, we got scorched on the ground. We gave up some yards in the run, but he was out there making tackles and, and flying around doing his thing. So salute to C.J. Mosley. salute to him. Man, this is a crazy game, and it sucks to see the New York Jets lose. It sucks to see them lose in this fashion, again, with our offensive line just kind of falling apart. And that left side with McDermott, we're going to have to deal with that. Hopefully, uh, George Fant is going to be back before the next game. Hopefully, we get some type of word on Makai Beck, and supposedly he's working his way back as well. We've seen him on the practice field. We've seen you know, him trying to get himself back into the groove of things. I'm hoping to see him come back because let me tell you something, his impact on the football field, when he's out there, he has quite an impact. He's one of the better left tackles in the league, man. One of the better left tackles in the league. You know, but, again, we've got to see what type of shape he's going to be in when he's come back. Is he going to be fully ready for football? And, again, that's one sort of the reason why I think he's trying to work himself back into the situation. There's been quite a bit, especially coming off that, you know, that dislocated knee. we got to see what's going on out there. But let me tell you, I, again, I was thoroughly impressed today by Zach Wilson. Some of the things he was able to do out there under pressure, you know, getting able, getting run, running away from the blitz, getting out of there, evading tacklers. Being smart with his throws, concise today. There's a lot of, you know, really good stuff. He did make a one or two, you know, throws that could have been off the mark. One of them I, he was throwing, he threw a ball that was behind Jamison Crowder that could have got picked off. <laughs> it could have got picked off, but it fell, you know, incomplete, uh, and we'll take that. But, you know, I thought that Zach overall looked pretty decent today. He did. He looked pretty good. So I was very impressed by him. Uh, Jamison Crowder as well continues to perform at a pretty solid level for us. Uh, you know, very thoroughly impressed by him. We saw Braxton Berrios make big plays as well. Again, uh, when they made that call where Jamison Crowder caught a ball over the middle, actually chucked it back to Braxton Berrios, and Berrios was able to get us a first down. I thought that was nice. The offensive play calling of today, day I thought was stupendous. Mike LaFleur up in that booth is something else. That dude is a beast. He is a beast in that booth, man. He's such a beast. Um, his play calling is very inventive. Uh, it's very, you know, aggressive at times. He definitely takes paces. And you can see where his scheme opens up the fields for guys. A lot of simple throws that Zach Wilson was making early to really get rolling. Um, a lot of easy stuff to get him in rhythm also led to a lot of big gains for other guys in the offense as well. Again, you know, Michael Carter, just the, when the ball was handed off to him, a lot of the run setups and things that we saw out there, man, he was putting in a lot of great positions to be able to eat up yardage and just make plays. So Mike LaFleur, again, Mike LaFleur, I thought really caught a solid game. Again, in the second half with the struggles of McDermott, we saw him try to make the adjustment offensively, and when he did that, it really just set off the Dolphins to say, okay, well, we're just going to bring the blitz because we trust our corners, Howard and, you know, um, and and Jones as well to really be able to hold the rest of these guys. We can go one-on-one, we're just going to send the house and have a and do business. And absolutely do business up front and that's what they did. I tell you McDermott just kind of fell apart there. He just fell apart towards the end of the game and when he did boy oh boy were we in trouble. We absolutely were in trouble. The man, one of the things that we need to work on as well is uh, you know, just some just the run defense. The run defense is uh is a little It's suspect, man. We're seeing a struggle. We're watching the issues up front. We're watching guys not be able to make plays or tackles. I'm telling you, watching Duke Johnson and Gaskin just completely gash at this game really, really hurt us, man. We saw those issues. We saw those issues rearing their heads again, where they're just cooking us up front, and we can't stop people from running the ball at us. We absolutely cannot stop that. And that's something that we've got to clean up going forward. We really do. I mean, we got Quentin Williams out there. He's playing. You know, we got Quincy Williams out there who made some plays as well today. Quincy Williams did some good things. But in the run, we have got to rally to the football and make plays. There were certain downs where we saw, you know, Gaskins get the ball or, how, or Johnson, uh, Duke Johnson get the ball, and there were guys trying to make plays, and they were sliding off, not being able to tackle. He was just running through guys' tackles. You can't have that, man. You can't have that. You must clean up the tackling. You absolutely must clean up the tackling there's things that need to be fixed but the new york jets did fight hard again up 10 to 0 early but just down the stretch things broke apart fell apart we ended up losing 31 to 24 to the dolphins you know we put up a fight but we got to clean things up but i'll tell you what outside of the defense and offense our special teams this dude eddie pinero he's looking good he's looking good he was able to make a field goal today was one of one from 27 extra points as well so maybe this guy Eddie Pinero is a guy that we can stick with going forward at kicker. I'm looking at his situation, and I'm saying, you know, at least we've shored that up, you know. At least we we may have short that up, knock on wood. I don't want to, you know, go on too much. Maybe we've short the kicker position up, and now uh, we can, you know, have that to count on. Because let me tell you, that's been a mess, from Kessman to all the other nonsense that we've had going on there at kicker. So, you know. Uh, we're also looking to see, you know, some more growth as well from Sella. Uh, today, again, I thought that Sella, his defensive game, I thought was solid, but there are some adjustments that could have been made, um, you know, to kind of short, slow things down, especially, you know, when Echoes went out, we saw them kind of go to Carter early and often. Uh, so, But, you know, that, that's that's part of learning here. Again, we know that there's a young team. There's so many things going on, you know, so – but this was a tough game for the New York Jets. They were definitely fighting. And salutes to all the savages in the chat. Edward Stewart in the chat says, coaching and adjustments have to get better going forward in the next couple seasons or else, yeah, or else there could be trouble. Absolutely. And salutes again to Edward Stewart. He's talking, he's talking the facts. He's talking the facts, man. We've got to clean those things up going forward. You know, there's some adjustments that can be made, you know. And, again, there's a lot of people that are really – you know, hard on the New York Jets today. I know there's a lot of Jets fans that were really going off on Zach Wilson that thought he should have done more, but it's kind of tough when your offensive line is is falling apart the way it is. Again, Trojan Mayberry salutes to you as well. Trojan Mayberry in the chat says, Jets played a good game, but the O-line was trashed. That's a fact. The O-line struggled. And when the O-line struggled as mightily as we saw, things are going to fall apart, man. It's going to be hard to – do anything when there's so much pressure in your face i mean goodness gracious we've seen you know as the as the o-line goes the offense goes if you can't protect guys up front if you can't keep the pressure out of zach wilson's face i don't know exactly you know what you expect i don't know exactly what you expect you know we couldn't get anything going it's not just about zach wilson as well when our offensive line is struggling it's also about our running game too you know we had some decent some decent games today Outside of Carter, you know, being able to kind of scoot and move around, we also saw Coleman get the ball as well. Coleman made some quality runs in this game. He had eight carries for 50 yards. He was moving around, you know. Zach Wilson was rushing at times. Austin Walter as well had about two carries for 12 yards. But, man, when the offensive line is struggling up front to get guys blocked, it it, it affects our running game as well. It really does. And, again, and that's why I'm talking – I've talked to multiple people about different things that the Jets could do in the draft, and I know that. Down the line, we also talk a little bit about free agency, which is down the line. I always talk, about, talk to people about bettering this offensive line. If you want to protect, if you want to make sure that your young quarterback is you know, going to be protected, or you want to make sure that your young quarterback is going to be able to succeed, if you want to make sure that Michael Carter is going to be able to reach his potential, you have to make sure you have the fat guys up front that are going to keep people off of him. You have to do that. You know, you have to do that. That's something that you must do, or else you're gonna be, you're gonna be in a, you're gonna be in trouble. Let me tell you, you're gonna be in trouble. Salutes again to the chat. G Reed in the chat says uh, Zach had poor throws, but from the outside looking in, you know he showed flashes as to why he was drafted so high. The kid definitely has talent. Yeah, you know. And again, I know I got dolphin fans flying around. We've gone back and forth throughout the entire game, but here's G Reed talking about it as well. You know there was there were some throws late late in the game, but again, late in that in that game when he was trying to get down on that final drive, there was so much pressure in his face he 's just trying to get the ball out so that he doesn 't get sacked so yes, there were some high throws, there were some throws that was in the dirt. The last throw that he made before we turned it over on down was to Keelan Cole and Keelan Cole you know wasn 't even at the sticks he was like maybe a yard or two yards short of the sticks to get a first down to keep the drive going but again. When you got all that pressure on you and you're just trying to get the ball out to allow your guys to make a play, he was trying to get it out, man, and just let it happen because, again, McDermott was folding under that pressure. He was just absolutely folding. So those issues, you know, those issues, you know, cause those things. We've got to shore up our O-line. But, again, we're on our third string tackle at this point. point, third string. You got Makai Beckton going down. You got Fant going down. I mean, what can you do? Really, what can you do there? You know? So, the Dolphins found a way to target that, and that's exactly what they did. But I'll tell you what, there are some playmakers. We got some guys that, you know, some guys that really made some plays in this game that I think we could stick with. Also, going to the defensive side of the ball, I talked a little bit about C.J. Mosley, but Quincy Williams as well was flying around, man. You saw him out there flying around. He was making plays, too. He made a big stop on Gasecki. you know, He also made a big stop on on, uh, Gaskins' one one play to kind of help us out as well, where Gaskins was trying to get around the outside, and Quincy read it and was able to kind of move out to the outside, and he didn't let – you know, he set the edge, didn't let the guys get around him, and he was able to make a big tackle and stop it. You know, he was. Also, Jonathan Marshall was in the game as well. He was handling things up front too. We saw him get a little bit of pressure from time to time as well. You know, so – I just wish that the defense had been better against the run today. If it was better against the run, we would have been, we would have really have stunned the the Dolphins because they were struggling early. They really were. Tua was struggling early. Uh, We saw us really put him in a situation of throwing the tight windows, and he was lost in footballs. I mean, outside of just the one interception that he threw early, honestly, he could have thrown at least three interceptions in this game. There was one play where Albert Wilson, and again, this was early in the game, Albert Wilson had broke around one of our corners and was gone. He could have, if if Tua would have made the throw that he could have made with with his arm, that would have been a touchdown. But Tua's ball placement was so bad on the day that he threw it kind of behind Albert Wilson, and it allowed our corner to get back into the play. And guess what? <laughs> you know, Eccles was able to knock that away and knock it down. You know, so it wasn't like, It was just an amazing day by Tua. It wasn't like, you know, Tua showed up and he was the second coming of Peyton Manning. No. It was, you know, it was, you know, him just getting rolling, especially again with the running game and just making some of the throws that was there and scrambling and scrapping and being able to get things done. But this Tua was not a great Tua. Don't get it confused, all right? Not at all. Don't get it confused. And, again, you know, one of the guys that we looked at today, too, that we thought was absolutely going to kill us, and I talked to a lot of Jets fans about him, Mike Gusecki. You know, Mike Gusecki only had five catches, 43 yards. He made some catches. Don't get it confused. He made some catches to help them move chains, but he didn't have 100, over 100 yards, two touchdowns. There was a lot of Jets fans that were talking about that, that really you know, feared that this guy was going to go off. And today was not his day. He didn't have like the – you know, he had a solid day, 43 yards again, but he didn't just destroy us and dominated us. So we were able to keep him, you know, fairly in check. But Devontae Parker, four catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown, you know, we, we kind of struggled with him at times. Also, they had a wide receiver, Ford, that, you know, really stepped in and had an impact through two, three catches, 51 yards. He was a guy that often moved the chains as well. So, you know, they were really able to do some things offensively, but again – This wasn't a day where Tua just absolutely killed us, man, because let me tell you, he was struggling earlier. He was struggling early. He really was, and we had him. We had him. I'm telling you, Ashton Davis, again, we talk about Ashton Davis constantly. (laughs) You know, he stepped up in this game. He had an interception early. There was another one when there was some pressure on Tua. The ball got tipped up again, and Ashton Davis was right there. He was right there, man, and he could have picked that off. But, you know, the ball fell incomplete, down in the dirt, and boom. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, again, this is young secondary. They're trying to pick things up, trying to learn, trying to get things rolling. And I think the more that we play, the more the experience they get on the field, the more experience they get within this defense and the sets and the calls and all those things where they need to be, I think we'll continue to see better production from this New York Jets defense. I really, really, truly do think we'll see better production. But, You know, Ashton Davis played a bit well. Again, he needs to wrap when he tackles. We saw him struggle with that today as well. There were some plays where, especially there was a big run, I think, by Gaskins where he could have stopped it, but he, you know, didn't wrap when he tackled, and, you know, it is what it is there. But, you know, the Jets fought hard. Of course, we're disappointed, but the Jets fought hard today. They're a young team, and they're going to figure things out. But, again, the New York Jets lose to the Miami Dolphins, 31 to 24, 31 to 24, you know, but there are some bright spots against Zach Wilson, the offensive play calling, you know, a Michael Carter defensively. Again, we saw flashes from, from Eccles, Bryce Hall, you know, even Ashton Davis stepping up. CJ Mosley played well, you know, but we got to get some pass rush and we got to figure out how to stop the run. Jeez Louise. Can we do that? So I'm going to go ahead and close out the show again. Salutes to all the savages. Salutes to everybody, man. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I am also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, Young J, zero, 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 all right? Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will troll you right back. And, by the way, I'll have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times, all right? Vera Tucker, even though he had, you know, McDermott next to him, he was, McDermott was awful, but Vera Tucker played pretty darn well today, okay, as usual, all right? So I have that Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. You know, follow me on, follow you right back, and we can go back and forth. Also, show the shows page at the Long Beach Joe again at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Go ahead and follow that page. You know, we'll go back and forth in there. You want to talk to me about the Jets? It's all good. Also, for those of you that listen to me on iTunes at the Long Beach Joe Show, Blog Talk Radio again at the Long Beach Joe Show. We also live stream the show. On YouTube, guess what? I'm on YouTube. Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Go ahead over there. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Again, it is Long Beach Joe Jets. Subscribe to that channel on YouTube. Hit the notification bell and give the video a thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to troll me, no issues. Get in those comments and I'll troll you right back. All right? And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me eventually, it is arms out, chest open. Free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for taking the time out in your days to listen to the show. I also want to thank you folks for watching as well when I live stream the live stream the show. You folks are the absolute greatest, all right? And as well as everyone knows, we're going to continue to support the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive. Anyone looking to give children some toys, you know, this holiday season, Put a smile on a kid's face. You can go. You can send the toys to uh, an Atlantic City uh, fire department. Go ahead and send it to the fire department in Jersey. They will know. You know, go ahead and give that to them. Again, all of the information for that is plastered all over my social media. You hit my link tree. You go ahead and give, you know, to hit my link tree. Go in there. It says Mark V. Lee. Go ahead and click that link, and you can give anything that you can, whether it be money or whether, you know, send in toys to those fire departments to ensure Uh, that is given to those children so they can have a happy holiday. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. You folks have a good one. Peace.